0: Welcome to Under Two Capes. I am Jared, and I'm here with Nick from the Phoenix Press. What's up, brother? Oh, not much. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well. Particularly because I just started reading Jeff John's Green Lantern. So I'm really happy about that. Which, all right. So a little context. So pre 2000, I think, three, uh, Green Lantern was kind of was not the character that we think of today. Chiefly because he was just Okay, a space cop that had a weakness to the color yellow. Yes, I kid you not. To the color <laughs> yellow. Well, here's the thing. It's better than Alan Scott, whose weakness was the, was wood. That's it.
1: So, so many jokes a little time.
0: Yeah, I, I know. I figured you would have j- jokes for that one. So... Jeff Johns re- completely reinvented the character. He explained that, okay, so that weakness to yellow, that's because parallax, the yellow entity of fear, was actually contained within the central power battery of the Green Lanterns and led to to uh, essentially the, the, that's why they have the weakness. Now, I'm getting too ahead of myself. So who is Green Lantern? The, the Green Lantern is basically a space cop that goes around the universe patrolling. Fighting crime occasionally saving the galaxy because it's a DC comic superhero book and and the like now Nick I gotta ask you what's your exposure to Green Lantern
1: uh it's it's limited but I am like aware of the characters like most people I watch like the Justice League cartoons I have read some of the comics not much of it I, I do like the idea of Green Lantern but like I've never been like the, the biggest admirer but I, I do like it
0: mm-hmm the idea kind of, and this is what Jeff Johns really like hammers in in his run that spanned from 2000, I think five was when the first issue came out with Green Lantern Rebirth, all the way until like the new 52. It was um, basically DC's version of Star Wars. And that's interesting. That's, and it was his run where you get the idea of like there's multiple lantern cores, like the Red Lantern, the Yellow Lanterns, the. Indigo lanterns and such, the black the green, lanterns. The,
1: the, the orange lanterns, mine, mine,
0: orange lanterns. I, I, I love Larfleeze. Yeah, his whole his oath is just my 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 mine, my 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 mine. It's, is it's awesome. So so on brand. And what's cool about Larfley's is that his core, what he does is he kills you, and then he uses his ring's power to like capture your essence, and you essentially become a construct. <laughs> That's why he has a. Orange Lantern Corps, but he's just one dude. And because he's just one dude, all the power goes into him. So he's like supercharged.
1: Yeah, I mean, he is. It is the orange light of greed, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Now let me ask you this. Who's your favorite Green Lantern?
1: It's probably, uh, I, will top of my head, I'd probably say Jon Stewart. But Hal Jordan has a special place in my heart
0: yeah minus either Hal or Jessica Cruz. gotta love Cruz. but uh My only
1: uh, exposure to Jessica Cruz was Justice League versus the Fatal Five
0: uh, that, it, that that animated movie which she did have a good showing in that. which is kind of funny because by the way, she's not actually called Limelight in the comics. That's just what they called her what the Legion called her. But I'm like oh, okay I, I kind of like how, how they tried to give her her own superhero identity even if it was in the Bruce Timverse. but um what's cool. Uh, the reason I like Hal Jordan is because, it, it, think about his arc. He, so he went from, so he, in Emerald Twilight, he became Parallax after Mongol and Cyborg Superman blew up Coast City and he tried to recreate it. So he essentially became a bad guy. Mm -hmm. sacrificed himself to to, to save Earth by, like, reigniting the sun, then came back as a normal Green Lantern and then had to earn back everyone's trust, including Batman, including other Green Lanterns, because everyone hates him, up until the point when he actually proves himself again. Oh, nice. And remember, the Green Lantern Corps had, like, no, absolutely no, like, expectations of him. They had very low expectations of him when he first came in because he's a human. He's not, like... He's not like, uh, he, he, essentially, they look down on humanity, so he had a he was really uh struggling there. So, the reason why I want to talk about Green Lantern is because, and this does relate to Snyderverse, is because in Justice League Part Three, the Green Lanterns play a significant role. Mm. So, what I wanted to do, and this is going to dovetail into the, this week's live stream, we're postponing the Snyderverse um uh trivia night. Partly because Taladia can't make it, but also because kind of wanted to like really flesh this out. So th- this week's Under Two Capes episode is going to be talking about just general Green Lanterns, why they're cool, uh, uh, important storylines and such. And then this weekend is going to be a General Green Lantern appreciation stream. I'm going to try and get like uh, a, a panel on this, and then we're going to talk about it.
1: So, so if we're talking about Green Lantern, I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't touch upon the movie with Ryan Reynolds.
0: Yeah. We're going to talk about that. Now here, here's the thing about that movie. And I recently rewatched it and I have to say, it's not as bad as people say it is.
1: Yeah. It's not, it's not terrible. It's not, it's not like a dumpster fire or anything. It's, like, it's
0: no birds of prey. Let me put it that way.
1: Oh dear God. Yeah. Like, like, uh like sure. Sure. Green Lantern is not the best movie. It's not, it's an okay movie at best, but it is like at least three or four tiers above, birds of prey
0: yeah it's such a it's actually i would say it's on par with like with like a lot of different superhero movies because i I actually very much enjoy it and uh, i get some of the complaints like the cgi does look a little wonky at times Mm -hmm. but in terms of general plot it's not it's not a horrible movie at all no absolutely not and ryan reynolds actually makes a pretty decent hal jordan
1: I-, I wish it was Nathan Fillion, but that's just me. So. Well, you and me both, brother. Like on it. Well, I think he's Nathan Fillion's a little bit too old now. But like, if this was like 2007, yes.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it, it's it's it, it, it Actually, most of that movie takes. Um, Inspiration from this run of Green Lantern. In fact, most modern interpretations of Green Lantern, you're going to find, are pretty much solely taking inspiration from Jeff Johns' Green Lantern. Since, since he and Ethan Skyver, one of the best comic book <laughs> artists of all time, let's face it, I don't care what you guys say, I mean, significantly, like a, significantly a, expanded Green Lantern. I mean, that's just a straight up fact that 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 is a, in fact it was majorly ethan's idea to expand to the different lantern cores because he said he wouldn't be kind of cool if they had like a red lantern core that was inspired by rage yellow lantern core this this I just, this i
1: just want to say i love Star. like just yes. the idea of a red great, lantern cat a, a red lantern cat that shoots acidic hairballs Mm-hmm. You know, and, and like if you have, if you if you ever actually read his backstory, it's so freaking tragic. Like, yeah, you know, just, Je- you know, Dexstar just wants to be a good
0: kitty, and it's just like, oh my god, I love this character. So now, so let's start off talking about the different Lantern Corps and briefly going over their history. And since you mentioned Dexstar, let's start with the Red Lanterns. So, because actually, the story kind of starts with the Red Lanterns. So pre Green Lantern. The Guardians had these robots called the Manhunters, which were responsible f- for the police force. The thing is, is that, as in the case of most uh, times when we put defense in the hands of robots, they sort of go crazy. And this now, how are these different from the Martian Manhunters? These are actually robots instead of just a Martian dude.
1: Is there any affiliation between, like, the Martians and the robots? I like, don't
0: think so, no. All right, so, so both
1: like Manhunters, so that's what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, the Manhunters go crazy and start to see any being with emotion as a threat to g- galactic order. So, they wipe out Sector 666. Uh, I know, pretty on the nose there. <laughs> well, and, that's the number of the beast. Yeah. And uh, then the Manhunters uh, are, then the Guardians like defeat the Manhunters and then they, they they decide we need sentient beings. So, that's where they get the idea for the Green Lantern. But, here's the thing. It, it in the surviving sector, there are these six inversions, which are the six survivors of that entire space sector. Which you have to understand, a sector has like 100 planets. Each with like probably like three, let's say the population of Earth, 3 billion people. So that's like 300 billion people, six survive. Jesus. Now, okay. The six. Uh, now, one of these inversions name was Atrocitus and his family was wiped out by the manhunters. So he's really pissed. So so the inversions become a terrorist group. And then at one point, they're uh, Atrocitus is kidnapped by Abin Sir. Well, not, not kidnapped, um, arrested by the Green Lantern, Abin Sir. And then uh, Atrocitus seemingly has the ability to like see into the future. And he says, OK, so here's what's going to happen. There's going to be this war of light. With all these different lantern cores there's gonna be a blackest night and then there's going to be like uh, a sinestro core and all that stuff so he starts listing all these things and then ab and sir feels fear is distracted and then the ship crashes on earth and this is how hal jordan gets the ring
1: <laughs>
0: so then how uh, uh, so uh, uh, it's just kind of interesting because the red lanterns directly pretty much directly le- led to the green lanterns so at one point uh, and actually, Esmalt, the planet of the Red Lanterns, is actually a prison for the Inversions. Atrocitus is, is re-imprisoned b- b- by Sinestro back when he was a Green Lantern. And uh, he eventually escapes, big surprise, but uses his rage. He taps into the emotional spectrum and creates a Red Lantern core. <laughs> which is powered by rage. Now, the cool thing about the Red Lantern core is that the ring replaces their heart.
1: So you're saying that despite all his rage, Atrocitus is still in the cage.
0: Kind of, yeah, exactly. And they About can him. vomit up uh, pla- uh, b- acidic blood. So kind of <laughs> like that. So and then actually going back, and and then so that's basically the history of the Red Lanterns. A few, a few very popular Red Lanterns were like Atrocitus, Dexter, as you mentioned. There was Bleez, who was a princess, but was uh, also um, a sent. about became a red lantern. Guy Gardner, uh, what wasn't Guy Gardner a red lantern? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was during the new 52, essentially. And, and it was actually a really cool thing. Supergirl was a red lantern. Whoa, yeah, and then uh, so let's see what else. Okay. And, and then there was also Razor the Red Lantern from the Green Lantern animated show and Young Justice, which was a fantastic show. Doesn't the thing Lobo about- have a Red Lantern ring? He had it. There was this one image of Lobo when he has like all of the lantern rings.
1: <laughs> Even orange? I think so.
0: <laughs> so. So by the way, I wanted to, to uh, as I go through each Lantern core, I'm actually going to do their oaths. So uh, I'm pulling up the Red Lantern oath right now. All right. Let's see. It is okay. Now, here's the funny part in the cartoon, they significantly like de-bloodified this oath, so it sounds super weeny, but here's the actual one. With blood and rage, crimson red, ripped from a corpse so freshly dead, together with our hellish hate, we'll burn you all. This is your fate.
1: Oh, that is so edgy. I love it.
0: It's so badass. So, the next one I want to talk about is the Star Sapphires. They're the pink lanterns, essentially, powered by love, and they're all women. So,
1: the power of love. Do, do.
0: Star Sapphire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, with the Star Sapphires, I'm going to do their oath now and might as well. Wait,
1: wait, wait. Before we do
0: that, yeah. shouldn't it be noted that the leader is Carol Ferris? The leader is not necessarily Carol Ferris. It's it's kind of, so okay let me do the origin of, of, of these star sapphires real quick and that'll explain this a little better so actually this goes back like when the guardians were establishing the green lantern corps so what happened was the guardians decided okay we we are going to purge all emotions we can operate um, logically in all situations there was a group of Guardians that broke off and decided, no, we're not going to purge emotions. We need emotions. And they and it was all females. And then then they fled to the planet Xamarin, where they found, like, the bodies uh, of these two um, uh, lovers intertwined, rumored that it was Hawkman and Hawkgirl in a past life. And uh, they decided to harness the power of love. And they turned it into this crystal. And this is where you get the original um, star sapphire Carol Ferris, who originally was a bad guy. And um, so, event, but eventually, um, Carol was able to like override it, and-, and it actually became a ring, like an actual lantern ring. Mm-hmm. So, and-, and the Star the Sapphire is passionate love. So that's kind of what it is. She's not necessarily the leader. It's just she's she's essentially the Hal Jordan of the uh, of the Star Sapphire.
1: Also, shouldn't it be noted that Star Starfire- Star Sapphire existed long before this reboot?
0: Yeah, exactly. She did long long before that. She, she was a Green Lantern uh, villain for like years and, years and years and years and years and years. It was just this was the run that established that there's actually a core. Yeah.
1: Now, yeah, I just wanted to, uh, since we're doing a breakdown, I wanted to note the
0: distinction. Yeah, good. Okay, so here's the, here's the oath. For hearts long lost and full of fright, for those alone in Blackest Night, again, accept our rings and join our fight, love conquers all with violet light. So...
1: It's, and, it's, I wonder when would make a great uh, Star Sapphire.
0: Funny you should mention that, because in, in the storyline, Blackest Night, which was the uh, the big storyline that Jeff Johns's Green Lantern run was, was going to, this is where you get like the Black Lanterns and such, which are powered by Death. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a part where they needed backup. So, Ganthed of the Guardians manages to hack into all the Lantern rings, all no matter their core, because really... All the lantern rings are based on Owen technology, so there's a, a baseline that he can use. So what he does is he he essentially allows for like for the purpose of this battle, we're gonna deputize certain uh, characters. So Mara gets a red lantern. <laughs> uh, the Flash gets a blue lantern ring. It's kind of wasted when you have Superman there because Blue Lantern's hope, but Scarecrow well, like,
1: literally like liter- Superman is literally hope. So it's like like you know, come on.
0: Uh- I know. I had a, a discussion with Max Priestley the first episode he came on, and I was like, "Yeah, that that that, that sucks." And then uh, Lex Luthor became an Orange Lantern. Okay. Scarecrow became a Yellow Lantern. That Be works. Better. Yeah. Uh, the Atom became an Indigo Lantern, which is the one for compassion. Okay. And Wonder Woman became a Star Sapphire. What did Batman become? He didn't become anything because he was dead. This is after Final Crisis. Oh. Yeah, well, dead. He he was te- technically in the Return of Bruce Wayne storyline. So, but yeah, he as
1: far about Batman is he would be equally good as both the Yellow and Green Lantern.
0: In fact, he he almost was. Funny you should mention that too, because there was a part in the storyline when, when there. So what happened was, and, 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 and this is going to lead into our Sinestro core discussion. So, I was so for. Uh, context Sinestro was always a green lantern villain he started off as a green lantern and then he started using his powers as a di- uh, to become a dictator of his planet koragar now the way this is going to work is that so hal jordan reported him to the guardians he was stripped of his ring and banished to the antimatter universe he found the uh, on the planet cord in the antimatter universe he managed to like create like this ring that fed on the color yellow because Green Lanterns are weak to yellow at the time and we didn't really explain it. Mm-hmm. What they explained was that, um so eventually he started creating this yellow lantern core and throughout the entire storyline, uh, throughout the entire run, up until like the storyline Sinestro core war, you would have like all these instances where you would have like the, the um, the camera would pan on on these beings and then all of a sudden say blank and blank and blank. You have the ability to, to instill great fear. Welcome to the Sinestro core. Then. So what happened was it came to Batman and then, uh, but here's the thing. Batman had previously used a green lantern ring. So, so the, the the yellow lantern ring was like error, error, green lantern uh, infestation, uh, seeking out other, other hosts. So he was almost a yellow and a green lantern.
1: Yeah, because like I know there has been a couple times he's used a yellow lantern ring. He's like crazy powerful with it. Because, like, obviously, you know, Batman is well, the thing is, he'd be crazy powerful with yellow and green.
0: Yeah, exactly. So going to Yellow Lantern, so it it was in Je- Jeff John's Green Lantern that was established that like Sinestro has the power of uh of a, 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 a parallax. It was interesting too. So to talk about the Sinestro Corps, their um, their oath is actually like a mirror of the Green Lantern oath. I'm trying to pull that up real quick.
1: Yeah, it's always funny how like they have like the
0: villains in yellow, like reverse flash, and then yeah, you know, yeah. So the the oath is in blackest day, in brightest night, beware your fears made into light. Let those who who try to stop what's right burn like his power, Sinestro's might. So, you may be I wondering, what are some special Sinestro Corps members? Well, it's funny you should ask that. So, we have Sinestro, obviously. We have Scarecrow. His daughter. His daughter, his daughter Saronic Natu. We have, uh, who, who else? Oh, yeah. We have Arkillo, who's basically his version of Kilowog. We have, let's see, who else? Superman in Injustice. Injustice, yeah. I could definitely- Hal Jordan in Injustice. How Jordan has like how Jordan's wearing so many rings. He's worn pretty much all of them. <laughs> Here's one, the Anti Monitor. I can see it. And Superboy Prime. Oh dear
1: God, help us all! Like <laughs> Superboy Prime is OP as, as enough as it is. Give the boy a, a yellow lantern ring, like dear God. It's like it's like when you discover that uh, that uh, sky is not the limit. <laughs>
0: There's this fantastic moment where he's fighting the Superman family and he's like, he's beaten on Crypto and then Supergirl goes, you better hope that he's still alive we're going to beat you to death. And then, and then Power Girl is like, oh yeah, th- what she said. Then they throw him into a bridge and you see this <laughs> image of Superman, Supergirl and Power Girl and it's like shadows covering them and all you see are their red heat vision eyes. It's so badass. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's really cool. And, uh, oh. And in the comics, Jessica Cruz. Really? Yeah, she became a Yellow Lantern at some point. I'm not sure if she's still a Yellow Lantern, but she did become a Seneschal Corps member at some point.
1: Interesting, because I know fear is part of her character.
0: Yeah, significantly <laughs> part of it. In fact, so let's do. Um, if, it, it, we'll, uh, we'll get that. Yeah, fear is very much a part of her character. We'll get that when we talk about the greens. Mm-hmm. So now let's go to the Orange Lantern. <laughs> Mine, 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 mine. Actually, you you just did the oath, so I don't even have to do that. (laughs) And yes, Hal Jordan has kind of been an Orange Lantern. Uh, Lex Luthor has been one. Uh, Let's see, who else has been an Orange Lantern?
1: Larfries.
0: Larflees, yeah. I'm saying besides him. But it's like pretty much much anyone. But what's interesting about, by the way, the storyline where he was introduced is called Agent Orange. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's that's actually kinda of cool. And it's like yeah, so in other words, all the other members of his core are actually like constructs because he won't share the power with anyone. That's pretty he's, on brand. He's kinda of like Smeagol in a way. Ah my precious. Yeah.
1: Especially, okay, like I love I love how you mentioned Smeagol, because like both him and Smeagol, they both love the rings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's great. I love that. Sorry, just what you said was so on point. I had to point it out.
0: And what's so cool is that when he... There's a part in uh, Black as Night when they all recharge. And uh, Larfley's ring goes charged 999%. <laughs> I'm like, oh. because he's not sharing the ring power with anyone. So it's all being concentrated through him. <laughs> so that's actually pretty much it was actually kind of cool is like he has a deal with the guardians that they don't go near his sector it's called the vegas sector they say nope we, we, we do not go in there yep do not go in there yeah. yeah exactly now we're going to go to the blue lanterns the the ones powered by hope bears are In fearful day, in raging night, with strong hearts full, our souls ignite. When all seems lost in the war of light, look to the stars for hope burns bright. Now, they were started by two Guardians. Because eventually, Ganthet and Say, two Guardians of the Galaxy, were banished. Because they stuck their neck out for Hal Jordan. They had emotions. And they had a relationship. so, So the Guardians said, be gone with you. So they went to the planet Odom. And then started forming the Blue Lantern Corps because they knew that that the prophecy of Blackest Night was going to happen, and Blackest Night was like this big event that was supposed to destroy the galaxy. And in fact, what's kind of funny is that the other Guardians put their head in the sand and basically deleted that section from the Book of Oa, which is basically their like history book. And so that they basically erased it and said, "Not going to happen. Not going to happen."
1: Oh wait, it's happening. It's happening, no. Why is this thing that we, we totally said we're going to happen is happening? What's going on? We're U.S. politicians. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. So, uh, and then, so they form the Blue Lan- Now, what's cool about the Blue Lantern thing is that, first off, their rings only work in the presence of Green Lantern rings. Huh. And when uh, when a Green Lantern ring is near them, it gets supercharged. Like, ridiculously supercharged. Now, here's another interesting point about the Blue Lanterns. So remember I said that the Red Lantern ring replaces your heart? Yeah. That means that that you can't take off the ring without killing yourself. But the Blue Lantern ring, when you put it on a Red Lantern user, it will, like, override the Red Lantern ring, purge yourself of the rage, and then, like, restart your heart. So, in other words, the only way to get someone out of the Red Lantern core is to put a Blue Lantern ring on them.
1: Well, that's one way to kickstart the
0: heart. Kickstart the heart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love this song. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. When you see them, they're all a bunch of monks. Because it's like, yeah, they all wear robes. There's, like, an elephant dude. And it's like, it, there's, like, t- tons of them. And actually, Jordan was a Blue Lantern. Uh, I think uh, Kyle Rayner was the Blue Lantern.
1: Yeah, but then he became something else.
0: Yeah, he became a White Lantern and basically yeah, we'll get, Jesus. We'll get to that. Yeah, exactly. We'll get to that when we get to White Lanterns. And then mm-hmm. St. Walker is like the main, uh, he's the Hal Jordan of the Blue Lanterns. hmm Now I think we should go to the Indigo tribe. Okay, yeah. Which are powered by um, hope, uh, by, no, by compassion. And they actually have one that so I actually have one that's uh, that's translated because their oath is in an alien language. So it basically says following empty days in the blackest nights, we follow after Natromo's sight, guided by Abin Sur's teaching. Right. May compassion lead you with indigo uh, light. So actually they were inspired by Abin Sur, the original green, the, the green lantern before Hal Jordan. Mm-hmm. And they're basically like, it's sort of, mystical tribe that that basically um is powered by by the the emotion of compassion okay and that's that's kind of what they are really and there's not really a lot of information on the indigo tribe so so this is gonna be very brief but and they're the purple lanterns essentially purple now we're gonna get to green lanterns
1: also i just wanted to
0: note that,
1: like, all these uh, like yellow tribes are based off the Roy G. Biv color spectrum,
0: yes, they are. And now, the the oath I know the most in brightest day, in blackest night. I did, wait, 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 wait. I wanted, I got this one. Actually, let's do it together. You ready? Three, one, two, two, three. One. In brightest, brightest day, in blackest, blackest night, night, no evil, no evil shall, shall escape, escape my, my sight. sight. Let those, those, those who, who worship, worship evil's, evil's might. might. Beware, Beware my, my power. power, Green, Green Lantern light. Yeah, exactly. That's such a jazzing up like oath of all time. Like,
1: and, I, like, one time, like I was in like such pain, and in order to like get me like, or, like I in order to kind of just get me through it, I just, I just kept chanting the Green Lantern theme, you know, just, just as a way to kind of, as a way to just kind of keep myself going because like I was in such pain, but like. I, I was kind of in a situation where I couldn't talk. I, I had to be a bit of abusive father. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, so I just kind of just chanting that under my breath just to kind of just keep my myself mentally focused.
0: Mm-hmm. It works. So Green Lantern Corps, they're like the ones that all this, that this whole universe is named after. They're powered by the Green Power of Will. They're basically intergalactic police keeping forces. Now let's name a couple of, of, famous Green Lanterns. Obviously, Hal Jordan.
1: John he was Pierce. the first
0: human. Then you had Kyle Rayner, who was, like, the one after Hal Jordan, and he was, like, the last Green Lantern, supposedly. Then you had Jon Stewart, the, the one that uh, I actually I thought was the only human Green Lantern because uh, my previous exposure to DC was only the Justice League Unlimited cartoon. Mm-hmm. Which they kind of had... The, the thing about the Tim is that the problem with it is that when they introduced Green Lantern in the Superman animated series... They gave Cal Rayner Hal Jordan's origin. so I'm like, well, that's stupid. J- they yeah. just use Hal Jordan
1: yeah and then and then uh when it came time to do just Justice League, they did uh John Stewart and then like they did they I think they they actually had Hal Jordan kind of pop up once or
0: twice mm-hmm. in a, in like that time episode yeah and then uh so the next we have guy Gardner. This dude, <laughs> this, this dude's awesome. So uh, he was the first uh, warrior who was the basically. One F, the one
1: to say F you to the Guardians.
0: Oh yeah, many times. He's the dude that's like, uh he mooned Batman. It's like he was leaving the the Justice League and he just moons them. He was the one that Batman punched out. It was actually kind of funny is that in Green Lantern Rebirth, when uh Hal Jordan is going to fight Parallax, Batman's like, we're not done here, Hal. And then Hal turns around and just, dex batman in the face and, and then guy Gardner's like payback
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, so, yeah he he's he served as actually a red lantern uh corps member pretty famously yeah then we have simon baz who is actually really 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 cool he was a a dude that was f- falsely convicted and suspected of being a terrorist because of his uh his ethnicity the ring came to him and what's actually kind of cool is that He is the only Green Lantern that also carries a gun on him. So, this
1: is kind of superfluous because, like, he literally has a gun on his finger, but
0: okay. Yeah. And then one of my favorites, Jessica Cruz. So, let's go over her origin real quick while we're here. So, it's crazy. It's really crazy. So, it starts off the important part of, of this origin is that she was camping with her friends. And apparently, he saw she saw like some people being like uh, uh, buried by mobsters or something like that. I, th- I think that's what it was. And her friends get killed in front of her, and then she like r- runs away and survives. And this leads to her becoming agoraphobic. Now, that's where the animated movie Justice League versus the Fatal Five and the comics diverge because in this, because in the comics at the time when she was introduced in the new Fifty Two. They were they had just done what's called uh, forever evil where the crime syndicate from Earth three invade their version of of uh, Green Lantern named Power Ring was killed by Sinestro and his ring sought out another host. He went to Jessica Cruz because this ring um, seeks out those that are most afraid. So she became Power Ring and she has trouble controlling the ring. And then the the, uh, she joins the Justice League where Hal Jordan and Barry Allen trying to help her like control it. Then during Dark Side War, uh Barry is about to be killed by the Black Racer, and Jessica Cruz steps in the way and takes the takes the hit. However, what's actually really cool is that the the Black Racer actually killed be, because the ring itself, the power ring ring, is, is a sentient being. But that was w- what was killed, not Jessica Cruz. Then a Green Lantern ring shows up and goes, Jessica Cruz of Earth, you have the ability to overcome great fear. Welcome to the Green Lantern Corps. and she is a beast in her storyline with baz because uh hal jordan makes them partners in fact combines their power batteries together so they have to be near each other to recharge Hmm. so uh, there was this one great storyline called rage planet where she's she has doubts being a green lantern because as of yet she hasn't made a construct so she's really feeling like, do I deserve to be a Green Lantern? Because I can't even make a construct. I, I, I should just give up. Then at one point, she she uh, she actually, throughout that storyline, she gains her confidence and then eventually makes a construct and then she kicks Atrocitus in the ass. <laughs>
1: you, know, if, if, you know, if I were if I were Ethan, I'd be like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a construct that's a literal boot and I'm gonna shove that construct of Atrocitus' ass, like.
0: Yeah, exactly. And by the way, invented by Ethan Van Skyver. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Ethan Van Skyver and Jeff John's baby. So and she's actually one of the occasions of a diversity character that actually is really, really cool because they made her not like how, not like a, a a female version of Hal Jordan. And then they went like kind of crazy with adding on Green Lanterns because th- then you have like Far Sector, who's basically her mom was a Green Lantern somehow, and then the ring passed to her or or like she sent the ring to her daughter, but but that actually doesn't work. And then you have teen lantern who basically hacked a green Turn ring, which that's not supposed to be possible. So I don't count those two as existing as green lanterns. That's why.
1: Yeah. I think, I think a lot of, you know, uh, some be like, Oh, green lantern. Anyone can be a green lantern. Like, you know, it's it's a core. So we can just add whoever we want to.
0: Yeah, it's a core, but there are certain rules into how you enter the core. So I I don't count those two as Green Lanterns.
1: Since what if uh something like Pixie, things like lore and rules matter to these people?
0: Yeah, exactly. Now you may be wondering why does Earth have like five Green Lanterns? They explain because we awesome because we are awesome. Yes, that's true. But they actually explain this because Earth is the center of the multiverse. If Earth gets destroyed, the entire particularly if prime Earth is destroyed, the entire multiverse goes up. So, they have so much protection around Earth. So,
1: so, so in, in other words, we awesome.
0: We awesome, exactly. <laughs> now, here's the, here's the thing I want to say, real quick. While I'm talking about Green Lantern, this is a different type of Green Lantern than Alan Scott. Alan Scott is basically Doctor Strange Green Lantern. That's the thing. He's more on the magic side. Ooh. He's in, in no way associated w- 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 with the Owen technology.
1: Yeah, because... Uh... 'Cause like uh, cause remember uh Alan Scott was the original Green Lantern and Hal Jordan was done in like the Julie Schwartz reboot. And the when Alan Scott was Green Lantern, the core didn't even exist.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And uh let's see, yeah, and th- that was the whole thing about how how like yeah, Jay Garrick, and then all of a sudden they just changed to Earth One and Earth Two and all that stuff. Now we're going to the Black Lantern core. Now Okay, so here's their oath. The blackest night falls from the skies. The darkness grows as all light dies. We crave your hearts and your demise. By my black hand, the dead shall rise.
1: Okay, that's even that's 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 even more edgy than the Red Lanterns. Like yeah,
0: it. so so this is essentially like zombies. Now you may be wondering what type of zombies. Every character that's ever died in DC, because what happened was. In black, in the blackest night, and this was the prophecy that's always said: in brightest day, in blackest night. So what happened was, um, the, so there was this there was this character named William Hand who was obsessed with death, and he became the avatar of the Black Lantern entity named Necron. So what Necron did is he sent out rings, and they either took over. Or resurrected dead Justice League members and, and dead villains, like you had. Like Aquaman was dead; he he got resurrected. Golden Age Superman. No, no, no. That th- th- that was on another Earth. Oh, um, I thought, they, I... on the Prime Earth, he he wasn't associated with this. Oh,
1: because like I remember watching a video where like the original original Superman, you know, like you know, like nineteen thirty eight Superman got revived.
0: I don't remember that, but uh. I... I'm just going off the main... Actually, you know what's kind of funny? Is that uh, there was a storyline where... In the Superboy Prime tie-in for Blackest Night... You see him, he's reading that... that The same comic that you're reading right now... That he's in right now. So it's like, everything now is happening. Now.
1: Everybody got that?
0: Yeah, exactly. So let's... Ha- let's so real quick. Who are the members of the Black Lantern Corps? Superman, Wonder... Basically anyone that's ever died. So you got Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman... Um. Martian Manhunter, Firestorm, Hawkman, Hawk Girl, Aquaman. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, who else? I'm, I'm trying to find the Joker. Uh, a, a good, Joker probably. Superboy, uh, Wonder Girl. Both Wonder Girls, as a matter of fact. Um,
1: yeah, because Donna Troy d- dies every other day.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Now, yeah. So they're pr- and what they do is that a ring will either hunt you down and get on your finger and then take forcibly take you over or like when they kill you they eat your heart and then you become a black lantern ring uh, a black L- L- lantern character.
1: i can imagine a lot of uh, those rings hitting graveyards up
0: oh oh yes because what happened was that it, 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 it there was this one part so what happened was all of a sudden you see like all these dr- all these black lantern drones showing up and like we're all where's and Necron gained this army. He resurrected the dead people from Cosetti that was destroyed when Cyborg Superman blew it up and turned Uh Hal Jordan to Parallax. Uh And then in the Hall of Justice in the basement, they keep like all the dead bodies of their villains. The rings go down there and infect them. Uh Exactly. So it leads to to this epic war and a lot of di- of different characters have their own tie-ins and actually the batman in this this is the clone batman because at the end of uh final crisis batman w- w- was sent back in time but the charred body that superman was holding that was a clone that dark side had somehow Ooh. and that's great morrison for you but it's like, yeah it's, it's like question every-
1: is Did yeah. jason todd come back at red hood at that point or was he still dead
0: I think he was back as Red Hood, but, but I, I don't think he was in the main storyline of Blackest Night. I don't remember. Yeah, because like, he's a
1: character that also died. So wouldn't the, the Black Lantern Ring seek him out?
0: I, I'd imagine so, yes. Now, eventually... Uh, oh, and also, yes, the Anti-Monitor became the Black Lantern Central Power Battery.
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: so... Now, here's the thing. Necron. Basic... I, I'm
1: just going to say mm-hmm. this Uh, the the story was pretty dark
0: oh yes yeah. so you could say it's black kind of
1: you could say it was their blackest night
0: yeah yeah. Ne- <laughs> yes exactly this kind of leads into the white lantern core so in the way that the black lantern core are the core of death the white lantern core is the core of life <laughs> now what's interesting about this one so necron's basic point in the storyline is that i basically gave all of these uh, i basically Indirectly and directly created these circumstances for all these characters to come back to life, so I so they could eventually become my my beings. Hal Jordan says, and by the uh, Hal, Hal Jordan says, well, yeah, you did that, but we still chose life over death. So eventually, the entire DC universe becomes a White Lantern core. Now the White Lantern oath is, uh, at the end of night, uh, no, at end of night, at break of day, all fear of death shall fade away. Um, a live long loss shall show its light. No, a life long loss shall show its might. Now returned, White Lantern's light. The first White Lantern was Sinestro because it's kind of funny is that he goes, "No, my power, mine, mine." Eventually, he couldn't control it and then spread to like all the di- everyone, pretty much everyone. In fact, I have an image I'm going to share. This is pretty much what the final battle against N- N- Necron looked like. Look at that.
1: I'm just seeing Google image search stuff.
0: I mean, uh, the, the image on the right of the screen. Oh, that
1: is crazy. Uh, wow. The colors looks like you didn't have to do much of a job there.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, uh and eventually they defeat um they defeat uh, Necron obviously. Now, so 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 basically I don't think I really have to say Who's been a member of the White Lantern Corps? It's basically anyone that's come back to life. In fact, guess who else has been a, a White Lantern? Batman. <laughs> and what's cool about it is that this also led to the permanent resurrection of, like, a wide swath of characters. Like, Aquaman, Firestorm, Earbart Thawne, Maxwell <laughs> Lord. Maxwell freaking Lord. And by the way, it's kind of funny. When Maxwell Lord was a Black Lantern, he was taunting Wonder Woman, like, well, you snapped my neck. it's actually really 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 cool and uh let's see yeah so everyone became a white lantern core and then also the other pretty significant white lantern was kyle rayner obviously and he became like basically green lantern jesus
1: Oh, yeah. jesus kind of
0: (laughs) so that's pretty much the 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 individual lantern cores now we can get into like actual big storylines like blackest night because that was like the big thing that like jeff johns was like majorly teasing from green lantern rebirth and actually the idea of like a war of light and then blackest night that was actually started by alan moore really yeah because alan moore was i think one green lantern story where he basically introduced william hand and then he he is and then eventually there was like this prophecy of blackest night and then there was like there's going to be a war of light, which means all these other ra- lantern cords would rise up and there'd be a massive war. The light war, that doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and then there was, as opposed to a heavy war. But then, um, yeah, Exactly. <laughs> so basically, I could divide Jeff John's Green Lantern into like three individual s- um, sections. And th- the major storylines there's Rebirth, which reintroduces Hal Jordan, because previously he was Parallax, and then he was the Spectre, which was. Uh, a being that's like God's vengeance, and then he came back as the Lantern. Yeah, the Spectre is the avatar of God's wrath. Yeah, and then you have the Sinestro Core War, w- which is a big, massive conflict between the Green Lanterns and the-, and the Yellow Lanterns that eventually spills over to Earth, and you have this great <sighs> scene where, okay, so Coast City is rebuilt, and um, and it's like pr- practically empty because everyone's scared that's gonna blow up again.
1: Mm-hmm. So.
0: The, the the Yellow Lantern Corps basically besieges it because they know how important it is to Hal Jordan. So Hal Jordan basically tells the, the, the city, I'm going to fight these guys as hard as I can, but you need to evacuate now. The, the city not only doesn't evacuate, but they start shining green lights into the sky. Oh. Eventually saying, we stand with you. Oh. And then the lanterns who Hal Jordan had previously betrayed... That, but but we trying to but he was trying to earn back their trust. They said, "You stood with us in battle, we now stand with you." Oh. And then at the end <laughs> of the storyline, the the city, the coast city, which had previously been called Ghost City because no one lived there, is rebranded as Coast City, the city without fear. Cuz they were oh. during the during the Yellow Lantern invasion <laughs> of Earth, they were the only city that did not evacuate.
1: I'm not going to do that again.
0: <laughs> yeah, because eventually they were like, oh, "Okay," because they stood with Hal Jordan.
1: So you're you're saying that um, Daredevil could live there?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Kind of. It's very <laughs> Daredevil. That's a good one. I like that.
1: Because <laughs> as soon as you said the city without fear, I was like, "Ooh, Daredevil could live here because he's a man without fear." Mm-hmm. But let way, me. I... But okay, uh, quick
0: question. Yeah. To a Tangent daredevil do you think he'd be a yellow or or a green lantern green lantern because he's constantly overcoming fear but he's blind <laughs> doesn't matter what's that have to do with it light
1: but but still you know that, that that's irrelevant to what i asked anyway yeah
0: because all of them have lights so let me ask you this nick what's your favorite lantern core of the ones that we've discussed
1: i i'm gonna be like pretty normie with this and just say green because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know
0: and by the way i know that scott snyder uh expanded it with like the ultraviolet cores but that's stupid i hate that and they added a gold lantern core both of both of these new cores are dumb as hell so i'm not even gonna talk about them this is just the well the they're, gonna make,
1: they're gonna make a, a gold core where it's the Where's the silver core? Where's a platinum core? Where's I know. I'm just like, like,
0: stop. Now we're getting into elements now. Just stop. Like you the have...
1: Roy, like the Roy G Biff
0: spectrum works, because that's
1: a spectrum of colors with light. And you tie the emotion to it. Like all that ties together really well. Like and then and then and then adding black and white, sure. Because those are our light properties as well. You know, like the Roy G Biff spectrum,
0: that's perfect. And then tying into emotions. It works, like, and then Grant Morrison, like an idiot, and pulling a Brian Michael Bendis, pr- pretty much. It's not confirmed, but pretty much, eliminated all other l- all other Lantern cores. I'm like, no, uh, I hate that. You suck. So, like, the red and you know, it's, red. it's like he hasn't referenced them, and we haven't heard anything of any other cores other than green and maybe yellow. And I'm like, no, that's dumb as hell, dude. Sorry.
1: Like, you got some fan favorites, especially on like the, the the red side. Like, I I would think <sighs> Atrocitus, like, because Atrocitus and Dexter were in Injustice.
0: Yes, yes, and they're so cool. Sinestro was in Injustice One. I uh, you can play as as either Hal Jordan or John Stewart in Injustice One. I mean, in, in, and two, as a matter of fact. I'm hoping that maybe they add Jessica Cruz in Injustice Three. Well, that'd, that'd be, be great. Well, cool. I mean,
1: they added Supergirl in Justice Two, so it's not like they can't have uh, two characters with the same power set.
0: Yeah, I think Jessica Cruz is one of those characters that needs more attention and deserves way more attention than she gets in DC.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like, I hope in if we're gonna do a quick Injustice Three, I want to see them add Miss Martin.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Now going to uh, actually Jessica Cruz real quick. So now, what I uh, what I love about the thing about Cruz that I think is so amazing and makes her a fantastic character is that she's in a core that you're supposed to be able to 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 basically not be afraid and overcome fear. She's afraid every time she leaves her house. That leads to fantastic character conflict, fantastic inner dialogue, too. It's it's dare I say it makes for good writing. Yeah, exactly. Good that's the thing about it is that you can have these diverse characters, you just have to have good writers, and that's the problem. We don't have that many good writers.
1: See, here's the problem with a lot of these diverse characters and why Jessica Cruz actually works, is you make these diverse characters and they're good at everything they have no flaws they have no weaknesses they're mary sues gary sues the reason why jessica cruz works is she has flaws she has problems she needs to overcome and it's very relatable issues like even if you don't have agoraphobia you can still empathize with with the with what what happened to her you can understand why she has it and and when you and, and it's like you you go on these journey with characters and when they overcome it you feel happy for them you you feel proud of them it's like and 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 it's just, this is just good storytelling and that's why Jessica Cruz works that's why cert, like Miles Morales works in certain instances you know cuz like they have conflicts and they have things they need to overcome it's just basic storytelling and when you have these characters right out of the gates, so like i'm perfect i'm awesome and everyone tells them they're perfect and awesome it's just boring
0: yeah exactly and what's cool about about Cruz is that a lot of times when they do diverse characters nowadays, is that they make it so that diverse character is well. First off, that factor that makes them diverse, like J- Jessica Cruz's um, gender and nationality, they make that all of, all the character is. No, 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 no. That's not who Cruz is. See,
1: I'm a I'm a comic creator myself. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, check out Screecher later on. You know, blah blah blah. Yeah, but exactly. like, here's here's my approach when I'm creating diverse characters, or or you know, female, gay, or whatever. I just write them like any other character, you know, who Like happens
0: to, I, I, who happens to have that characteristic.
1: Yeah. You know, like sure. You know, the, their nationality, their, their orientation could affect their character, but it's not the sole reason for them existing. It's a, it's a part of their character. It's a, it's, it's at, at the very most a character trait, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, the, it's, it's a part of their character, but it is not their character because here's, here's the thing. It doesn't matter if you're a man, woman, gay, bi, robot. What it doesn't, doesn't freaking matter. There's kind of a universal human experience that we all have, and that you can kind of write to that universal human experience, and that people relate to it. Blah blah blah. You know, it's it's, it's why like Ms. Marvel, like kind like the Disney Plus show, kind of worked is because you had the character uh, where yeah, she was Muslim, but like she still experienced a lot of the similar problems that we all did. And we could kind of relate to it.
0: In other words, yes, you can have certain parts where it references a specific, like tr- trouble a community, a sp- particular community go- goes through. That's fine because that th- that's a- as too important story, Tom. But but the problem is, is that a lot of writers now make that all the story the character is instead of like make it so they go through like general stuff that everyone goes through, and that's, that's why Cruz. Exactly- or Kamala Khan works in the, in the show. Like like trying to give you an example.
1: Let's say you have a like. Let's say you're writing a teen romance in high school, and you have a character that's gay. Like you can play through all the standard relationship relationship tropes, except have it be between the same gender. Like you can play the story can play out exactly the same way, and it'll be fine. It's just because it's it's just you know instead of it being man woman, it's like man man or woman woman or or whatever you know. Mm-hmm. But you're still playing the same beats. And that story's fine, you know. It's yeah. it's really not that hard once you kind of get down to the basics.
0: Yeah, exactly, and that's that's why again, Jessica Cruz, Wonder Woman, why all these different characters uh, work so well and have become in their own ways iconic. Like at this point, I can't imagine Green Lanterns without J- Jessica Cruz, John Stewart. Uh, who Icon, Static Shock, all these uh, fantastic characters.
1: Like you wanted, like you want it, like you're talking about Wonder Woman. The reason why Wonder Woman worked and Captain Woman, Captain Marvel didn't, because Wonder Woman is literally one of the most powerful people in the DC universe. Yet they still found ways for her to struggle for, for her world. Because the thing is, the the thing that makes Wonder Woman stories great is her struggles aren't necessarily physical; they're emotional. You yeah, know, it's, it's you have you have characters that challenge her on a emotional level where beating them up really wouldn't fix it, fix the issue. That's really the beauty of literally any Wonder Woman story. And, and the, the thing is that the that first movie really tapped into it. I mean, the second movie tried to, but it just kind of horribly.
0: Yeah. But an attempt was made. I'll give them that much. I'll give them that, but it was a crappy attempt. So yeah. here, here's an interesting uh, little tidbit for you. Jessica Cruz is going to be in the green lantern TV show. That is good news. Yes, which I'm like, about freaking time. Maybe we'll get a McFarland figure for Jessica Cruz because I, I want her. I have a Hal Jordan, but I want Jessica Cruz. She's only I, like had... how, I like
1: how they gave her that little eye thing. I thought that was really That is
0: so cool. Whenever she's in a different Lantern core, the, the symbol becomes a little eye. I love that. Again, they make her unique and have her own identity as a Lantern. And that is, that is really majorly why she is. And I always point to her as a successful example of providing positive representation and diversity in a comic book universe. Jessica yeah. Cruz is the best example I have ever seen in comics.
1: Yeah. Like um, Morales was a failure up until the Spider-Verse movie. Yeah, and then, like, Riri okay, is
0: a failure. Kamala Khan in the comics is a failure.
1: Oh my God. Have you seen the leaks for Wakanda forever where they ring of Riri in and our armor yeah, so it looks bad.
0: horrible. Uh, I mean, the suit looks good, but I'm like, oh my god. No,
1: the suit does not look good. But you mm-hmm. know, we can agree to disagree on that one.
0: Mm-hmm. But my point is that I, I think the MCU is going to learn this really fast. Is that they're they're betting too much on characters that no one cares about. Uh, yes, there are comic book fans that care about like She Hulk, Kamala Khan, and uh, Riri, but the general audience doesn't care because the general audience wants Steve Rogers and Tony Stark. I will say
1: this, though. Um, I feel like Hawkeye really did Kate Bishop well. Yes. Because Kate Bishop in the comics is kind of insufferable. But this Mm -hmm. one, they actually made her like, they actually like the relationship between her and Hawkeye was actually kind of adorable. Like it was, it's very much like, uh, I want, uh, it wasn't as much arrogant more as like, hey, I want, like, I want to work with you. And and she kind of had to prove herself to Hawkeye before he even start, you
0: know, bringing her in. Or like in She-Hulk, when they sp- basically have She-Hulk go, I'm better th- 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 than you, Bruce Banner.
1: I mean, not just say that, but also like show it. And then the less he's talk better. about the twerking scene, the better.
0: Yeah. So anyway, back to Green Lantern. Now, <laughs> and then, uh, now let me ask you this. Who's your, f- I-, I already asked you this really earlier. So, so, so it's Hal, Hal and, Crew, and uh, Cruise, right? For, for, for uh, John's,
1: John's in there as well
0: john john's in there you, you can't like not put john stewart in there right nah, he, no. he he's like the it got to the point where i didn't know who hal jordan was because once again i only watched the the justice league cartoon so when i was reading like a justice league comic and hal jordan showed up i'm like who the hell are you see this is
1: why like i'm not actually mad about them like de-emphasizing hal jordan in the movies and wanting to bring in john stewart because like i realize a lot of people they know john stewart more than they know hal jordan so I'm perfectly fine with them like empathizing John Stewart, you know, bring you know, one bringing Jessica Cruz or whatnot. Because, like Hal Jordan in the mass media. Sure, you got the the movie, but like most people was know popular, know it from the cartoon. So like they, so John Stewart is the only Green Lantern that pretty much most people know. So like I'm, I'm like this, this is not one, this is not this is not a oh they're just going they they the black characters. No, most people know John Stewart. He's actually a good character. So like I I really don't care.
0: Yeah, me neither. Because again, yeah, John Stewart is a fantastic Lantern. It's not like they're forcing a character that no one likes. So it's like I'm like, okay, cool. I don't care. He's one of my
1: favorites too. So no, they're they're actually doing the smart move. Like you you should even make the argument that forcing Hal Jordan it would be like forcing character that not many people that and I'm talking. Okay, when I say not many people knowing Hal Jordan, I'm talking about non comic book audiences.
0: Yeah, because obviously we know Hal Jordan yeah but it's interesting, by the way, in the Green Lantern animated movie that just came out, they made it so Hal Jordan became parallax, so they have Hal Jordan in that movie,
1: yeah, it's not like, to watch it, say, but it looks they great oh uh, the Hal Jordan the villain
0: like Hal Jordan has been parallax before. Have you they're basically adapting Emerald Twilight. That's what the story was, yeah, and here's the thing the, regardless, the main character is John Stewart. I don't care. It's John Stewart!
1: Yeah, and it's not like they'll never bring in Hal Jordan. It's not, not like sure they'll they never will. you know, like Hal Jordan is is a character you you, you can't ignore. I mean, sure you, you could have him be be like a secondary character, but you gotta bring him in at some point.
0: Yeah, because he's the OG, so you really have to. Now, here's another storyline for Green Lantern that I didn't bring up that I really have to. It's Green Lantern, Green Arrow, Hard Traveling Heroes. Speedy! You're a junkie. Yeah, exactly. So what this storyline was okay, so Green Lantern Green Arrow was like a diehard liberal, and Green Lantern is a diehard conservative.
1: And what also, they also I just want to note the storyline came out in the 70s, like early 70s. So you mm-hmm. kind to of keep that in mind.
0: Yeah. So what they did, and I have the trade up here, is they had these characters go on a trip around America. Addressing different social issues throughout the So the many great at the time.
1: moments. Like, okay, I gotta do, I gotta, Go I ahead. gotta refer to Go right, my favorite uh, moment. So this is probably one of the most famous, famous comic pages, is where a black guy is talking to Hal Jordan, like, You've been really good about he- helping the purple skins. You've been really good about helping the, the blue skins. But what have you done to help the black skins? And then, like, there's this, there's this, like, really, like, sad picture of Gre- Greenland where he says, I haven't. You know, like it's like, God dang, bro, you went like, and I think there's this, there's another really good one where like they're talking about like just following orders. And then, then, green, then, uh, green arrow is like, just like the that, that's that's just what the Nazis said in the Nuremberg trials, which is actually true, by the way, mm-hmm. you know, and just, and of course, you got you know, the famous my god speedy or a junkie, which is like one of the most famous Like, I want, like, I want to, like, if I ever get like, um, if I ever just start like blowing up covers of poster size and like hanging them up, that
0: would be one of them I do. You mean this? Yes. So, what's, and what's it, So, what we're talking about here is that, yes, uh, okay, so there's a, a th- thing that gets thrown around in the internet that says, oh, comics have always been political. Now, yes, that is true. But the way they did it back then, which is why th- this is universally beloved. Is they did it so they gave you both sides of the argument and let you make your own decisions about where you stand on certain issues. Also nowadays also, they don't do that.
1: Well, uh the thing that I'd argue is yes, art has always talked about politics, but not all art is political. That's that's a problem that I have with a lot of modern uh, creators is 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 they try to force you. To say all art is political, like I've 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 literally said my comics aren't political, and then people have said to my face, "Yes, they are." I'm the freaking creator of these comics. Exactly. If I say they're not political, then they're not freaking political. I am the creator. My word is God when it comes to these comics. Sorry, sorry.
0: And, I, and I, no, I it's totally fine. And, and, and yeah, the, that's a good point. Yeah, you can take a political like Ben from anything you see, but. It, the thing is, is that it depends on is the creator trying to push you to believe a certain way. See, this is why I keep coming
1: back to the Twilight Zone, which is a is it which 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 because the thing is, if you just go like a below the surface of the Twilight Zone, just like an inch deep, it is a heavily political show. Like it, it has heavy political messages, and Rod Serling, my writing idol, you know, one of the people I look up to as far as like creative stuff. Was a huge liberal, and and the thing that I love about the Twilight Zone, and this is, to me is the essence of science fiction, is science fiction is a is a very political genre, but you always mask it with um, with science fiction, so it makes the message more palatable. Like, let's say you want to tell a racism story, so you go to a planet, you have orange orange aliens, and you have blue skin aliens, and they hate each other.
0: They've done and that. And that I mean, yeah, that that
1: that it's such a generic trope, but it works so well as a way to take the familiarity out of out of the issue, so that people can look at the issue objectively and say, okay, this is bad, and then once they kind of then they can kind of apply that to their real life. Because you got because like the thing is, a lot of these issues are so highly charged. Where just a mere mention of oh, this is just a racism thing, they'll they'll their brains will instantly turn off. But if they, but if you go it out, you know, and this is, you know, the Orville's been doing this. Like they did, like their social media episode was brilliant. Yeah, you know, a Black Mirror does it. Black Mirror is probably the inheritor of the Twilight Zone mantle. But you know, I'm sorry, I'm going on tangents.
0: And by the way, here's the thing: you could take Green Lantern as a story about police brutality because you have like the Manhunters wiping out a sector. You have plenty of stories about Green Lanterns using their abusing their power.
1: Yeah, like honest, honestly, I think uh, if handled well. I could see Green Lantern doing a Charlottesville or George Floyd kind of story, and actually having it work really well. But you gotta have someone who who a really deft hand cause like uh, honestly modern writers they they'd be so obvious, but then just they browbeat us with it. But like a a really good writer could probably make a really good kind of George Floyd, Charlottesville kind of story have it work and it'd be awesome. But like no one at DC could do it.
0: No one at DC now, Jeff Johns could probably do it. In other words, none of the new writers, because I guarantee you like the, uh, the writers that made DC, DC, like Jeff Johns, uh, uh, Robert uh, uh, Venditti, they could do it. I I have total faith in them. Here's my, here's
1: my alternate timeline. So it's 1992, Rodney King just got beaten. And you have Alan Moore, write A Green Lantern storyline. That's basically like like a, like you know talking about that issue where they do like a Rodney King Green Lantern story, you know, and like there's a the whole trial of it, you know. Yeah, and, that, and he
0: could do it too because remember Watchman was uh, in many ways an analogy for nuclear war.
1: Yeah, like oh my, and the thing is, you know, Alan Moore was still very much active in 1992, so in this time, and he very well could have done it.
0: Yeah, and, and that's again uh, uh, what's important to understand is that yes um you can address a political message in a comic and it's the last we're going to imagine this before we can get back to regular to a regular green lantern programming but you just have to have the proper talent in order to do it in a way that the audience is going to is going to embrace yeah now going back to what we're talking about with green lantern though so now he, he, here's the reason why i think green lantern is like works is because you can take it as a superhero comic or you can just take it as a straight-up sci-fi star wars like comic particularly in the jeff johns run because it pretty much turned into star wars halo star trek any type of sci-fi thing you can tell jeff john's like a fan of
1: hello hello mis- mr uh mr jordan i see your construct is just as big as mine let's see how you use it <laughs>
0: yeah. but you but yeah you know what i'm saying right it's, it's like they turned I couldn't help it help in- myself yeah, they turn it into Star Wars. The forest is with you, young Jordan, but you are not a Lantern yet.
1: He went from suck to blow.
0: <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna. Dark Sapphire has become dun 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 Mega Made. Uh, merchandising, merchandising. Now, real money for the Green Lantern Corps is made. Now, let's talk about individual creators because I really want to talk about a particular artist, particularly, uh, majorly, Ethan Van Skymer.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, we
0: can't talk about you, Great Lantern. You can't not. Yeah, exactly. He, uh, w- And I, I mentioned this all the times i mentioned EVS in the channel. This dude is, like, the best at drawing Lantern constructs because he draws each individual, like, se- section. Like, there was a scene in Green Lantern Rebirth where it's Hal Jordan, Guy Gardner, Kilowog, Kyle Rayner, and uh, in other words, all the all the human Lanterns in Kilowog are fighting Parallax, and then they're each using their own individual constructs. And paired with Jeff Johns de- describing how each construct is unique, you can see, unlike for, for Jon Stewart, for example, it's more detailed because he's an architect. You can see, like, each individual scaffolding. Um, Kyle Rayner, it's, like, more of, like, an anime style because he's an artist. Like In other words, they make each individual construct d- 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 um, different, too. And I think EVS is, like, one of the best at describing that because he's a very detail-oriented artist.
1: And then, and then there's Jessica Cruz's Just a Bunch of Houses.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I love that. And uh so now now let's talk so
1: now and then, actually, and then I can imagine like I'm sorry, I'm just gonna have fun with this for a moment. But yeah. like Scarecrow since he was a doctor, is it is it a bunch of medical equipment like syringes and, and all that stuff, like size
0: with Batman, it's just a bunch of bats.
1: <laughs> and then uh Wonder Woman since so she's like uh greeting, it's, you know, It's a rope. I was gonna, I was trying to go on like her Greco uh, heritage.
0: Oh, and by the way, here's a variant cover that EVS did that was Green Lantern Batman.
1: That is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I I, I just love that. It's pretty dope. And uh, so uh, let me see, I'm trying to find, there's this one page, but it's like, and, and, and that's the thing about green lantern you have to have the proper artist too in order to like really like community because it's like the, the main artist for, for jeff john's green lantern there were three ethan van skyver ivan reyes and and uh doug Mankey all three of those were like amazing artists Note yourself, for- if, if
1: i ever do a green lantern run hire ethan van skyver
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine the
1: internet response Oh, I like I, I like I I doubt DC would let me do it, but like if I if I have like enough cloud or whatever I'd be like, Hey, um, so you had a really great Batman run and it sold records. What do you want to do now? I wanna do a Green Lantern run. Awesome! We know you're a Star Wars fan, awesome. But as one condition, you wanna hire even Vince Skyward, don't you? Yes. Fine, we'll we'll make the we'll make the call. <laughs> we'll and we'll prepare the social media team for the incoming
0: storm. Oh you wanna see this? So Ethan Van Sciver had another character de- design for Jessica Cruz. It actually looks pretty dope. Here, that
1: is pretty dope.
0: Again, I-, I just love the the lantern symbol on the eye. I think that's like one of the highlights of the character. That's
1: just such a chef kiss moment. Like, mm, perfect.
0: Yeah. So, uh, uh, let's see. What else do I want to talk about? So, it- again, you have to have the right artist paired with the writer because the-, the artist has to be able to communicate all these di- different constructs. Because yeah. yeah, you could say draw like a um, draw a, a Green Lantern uh, uh, creating a crane. Draw like one of those French girls. <laughs> of course, I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> you know me so well, son. Yes, I, I, I at this point I know you so well. It's now,
1: like it's like in the back oh, of your head, like he's gonna make the joke. He's gonna make the joke and like you know, made the he, joke.
0: There's one Green Lantern that I forgot to mention that actually is very important. Sodom yacht.
1: So, so, sounds like a drink additive.
0: Do you know who he is? He's I a, have no clue. He's a Daxamite. Now, what Daxamites are? Aren't they? Aren't they?
1: Aren't they? Aren't they kind of related to Kryptonians?
0: They're basically Kryptonians. So you can imagine Superman with a Green Lantern ring.
1: That sounds uh, very super.
0: And he actually went toe to toe with Superboy Prime. Wow. But. Yeah, he su- and he became Ion, which basically the entity of the Green Lanterns went into him and he became like this supercharged Green Lantern. Wow. Yeah, so and, and basically if the Green Lantern core were ever like destroyed, he would be able to re- resurrect the core. So he became a
1: living uh li- uh lantern, like literally a lantern.
0: Well, that's also what Hal Jordan because Hal Jordan became living willpower. To the point where he can create his own Green Lantern rings. Um, Okay, quick question. Are
1: we talking about comic books or are we talking about anime? (laughs) Either way.
0: (laughs) You you see why I'm asking that, right? Yeah, it kind of sounds like anime. But Here's that page I was talking about. It's a little small, but here's basically the page. You have, like, um, Jon Stewart's is more like like an architect. Um, Guy Gardner's more like a flamethrower. Kyle Rayner is more like an artist and, and like mm. a guy going has like a buzzsaw Killer Walks is like a giant cannon. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so I I just love that that one image of EBS. That's it's sweet. so uh, like, there there's also this really cool part of like uh of uh Sinestro Corps War because previous to that war the Green Lantern rings couldn't be used to kill anyone. So, but the Sinestro Core rings could. So, the Lanterns are getting wiped out. So there's a part where like the lanterns are hanging out in Oa, and all of a sudden like 50 green lantern rings fly by going scanning for replacement scanning for replacement and they're all like the hell i think uh i think nick probably got kicked out of the of the um what's up
1: sorry uh technical yeah my
0: stupid (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah so all right but anyway so okay so oh, what was I oh yeah so there was um okay so at one point the the guardians decide okay so we're gonna get wiped out let's just let the green lanterns kill the sinestro corps members so all of a sudden they get a, a, a the green lanterns get a message that says lethal force has been authorized so then you have like uh so, so many la- so they so just m- change the settings from stun to kill yeah and the green lanterns are like oh hell oh, yes God. And it turns out that was Sinestro's plan the entire time because he wanted the Green Lanterns to become more of like the strict enforcers of order. And he knew that if the Green Lanterns could all of a sudden kill, the inhabitants of the universe would become afraid of the Lanterns, which would feed fear, which feeds his ring.
1: He's he's uh, he's uh playing some 4D chess, isn't he? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he is. He is definitely. So, okay. So, on that note... We're gonna start wrapping up really quick, and then I'll, I'll let N- Nick uh, plug his, his comic. But your name. Your oh, by, name. oh, by the way, here's e- the EVS drawing Superman as a as a, a, a Yellow Lantern. I just wanted to share this because I think that's that looks super dope. <laughs> oh, that does look dope. Yeah, so that's pretty much that. So let me ask, so Nick, f- final thoughts in the Green Lantern world.
1: Pretty ba.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's very, very badass. And, and yeah, exactly. If I were writing Green Lantern and I got to the point where I had a lot of clout, I would say I'm hiring EVS. Uh, I'm at least asking EVS. For sure. Even if he, he probably wouldn't, but I'm like, do you want to at least do a variant cover? And then actually, oh, here here's it going real quick. So here's a variant cover EVS did with the Justice League as different Lantern Corps members and he puts Superman as a as a blue lantern. Yes. Flash is the red lantern, Aquaman is the orange lantern, that's interesting. And uh, wow. This is new 52 League. So you have Batman as a yellow lantern of course, Cyborg as an indigo lantern and and I like how it, uh, I mean as a uh, Star Sapphire that's kind of backwards. I think Wonder Woman would have been better as that, but I like how he has like the Star Sapphire logo and the Cyborg logo. You have Wonder Woman, then you have Superman as the Blue Lantern. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Now, uh, okay, so uh, again, uh, uh, real quick, one more time for the for the audience. Who's your what's your favorite um, Lantern core, But you can't pick Green.
1: If I can't pick Green, then. Um... Probably blue because blue is my favorite color and I'm kind mm-hmm. of like a hopeful
0: person, mm-hmm. you know. That works. Mine is probably either blue or Star Sapphire because they have the coolest characters, or maybe red actually because red's my f- favorite color and that that's is a super edgy like uh, uh motto again as we were going through. Well, if it. I had
1: to pick a, a, a Green Lantern character, uh, well, a, a Lantern character that isn't a Green Lantern, I would pick Star. Of
0: course, of course you would. Of course you would. Of course. Now let me ask you this: Actually, what ca- what lantern core do you think Screecher would be in? Probably blue, as like he's you know hope and uh, you know whatnot. Mm-hmm. On that note, okay, so Nick, do you have anything you want to plug?
1: Oh yes, uh, I I do have something to plug. I have a very uh, avian plug.
0: <laughs> so okay,
1: so Screecher is uh, currently in the sign ups and i'm sure he'll put the link in the description i will uh, i'm currently at uh 50 signups i'm trying to get about five a day so if you go there and uh support it i would really appreciate it
0: mm-hmm. there you go and and again it has the comics league stamp of approval so uh, and i will put i'll put it in in the description there there's that and by the way thank you everyone because we officially hit 300 subscribers on youtube today. All so, right. You, you, you have uh, reached Spartan status. Yeah. So I wanted to play this real quick. So I'm just going to play this. I know what you're going to There you I go. I knew it. I knew yeah, it. You had to know it. You had to know it. And well, actually, one more. What is your profession? <laughs> so there you go. So, hope you guys enjoy. Uh, by the way, drop in the comments who's your favorite Lantern, what's your favorite Lantern core, what's your favorite je- um, uh, 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 Green Lantern storyline, wh- whether or not it's, it's in, in the John's run or it's in the hard-traveling heroes or whatever. And if you could be a, in, in a Lantern core, which one would it be? And I am pr- I'd probably th- think for, for Nick it blue, for me it would probably be green. I, I might be green as well, honestly. Mm-hmm. We'd be partners p- Patrolling Sector 2814. Actually, real quick, there's one more point I want to bring up. So, Tomar Ray of the Green Lantern Corps, his sector included Krypton, and he always blamed himself. He 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 considers Krypton's destruction his biggest failure. Hmm. And actually, it's kind of funny, in Injustice, the Guardians show up with the Green Lantern Corps to fight Superman, and Superman goes, wait a second, where the hell were you people when Krypton was exploding?
1: Yeah, because, like, they could have helped with the evacuation effort.
0: Or at least maybe help the planet not blow up. Yep. But, you know, that's just the land. That's the Guardians. The Guardians are, like, annoying as hell as characters for, for the most part.
1: Well, not necessarily the Guardians, more like the Alpha Lander.
0: Well, the Alpha Lanterns were were their own thing, but but the Guardians themselves are very annoying. In fact, here's the thing. With the Alpha Lanterns, so after the... uh, I I know, I'll talk talk about this one thing, they'll sign off. But the Alpha Lanterns, they're essentially the internal affairs of the Green Lantern Corps. What those were is that they took certain Green Lanterns and turned them into cyborgs, and they're responsible for, like, investigating Green Lanterns who kill people. Hmm. And so, so pretty much they combine Green Lanterns with Manhunters. And what's funny is that, so you're telling me that the Green Lantern, that the Guardians are literally repeating the same mistakes that kind of uh, led them to create the Green Lantern Corps. Not, not surprised. Honestly, yeah. Not surprised. Exactly. On that note, we're going to call, the, we're going to bring th- this episode of Under Two Capes to a close. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Be on the lookout for our upcoming live stream this Sunday at 6 p.m. when we talk about the Green Lantern... We have a general Green Lantern discussion. I may have a a few more guests. And then we're also going to talk about more Green Lantern as it applies to the Snyderverse. Because once again, the Green Lanterns play a significant role in Justice League Part 3. On that note, Nick, thank you for coming on. It was a pleasure. Pleasure. (laughs) And on that note... uh have a good one, everyone. Stay at work, and I will see you in the next episode. Stay at work. Bye bye.